Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the Launch and Scale podcast. If you are confused wondering why there is an episode before this, that is the overview episode. And that is a way to give you a flavor of the show and see if this is something that you want to give a shot and uh, listen to. If this is your first time listening to the show, be sure to head over to kirsten.com slash podcast and subscribe to the show. And if you like what you hear, please do leave a review as it helps other people find the show. If you cannot find my name, it probably because you can't spell it. Uh, No one can spell my name properly, but that's the fun in this. So my name is spelt K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N.com. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm stoked about this episode. Um, Last week, I emailed my, the Crowdfunding Uncut family, which is the name of the old brand that Launch and Scale evolved to. Um, I asked them, what do you want to learn in e-commerce? Here is the name and the topic of the new show, Launch and Scale. What is a question you'd like me to cover? And Brett Buxton is one of the people that emailed in a question and actually his um, actually evolved into a two-parter. So the meat of his question is covered in episode two. So the next one, which is how to make sure people actually want your product before you sink thousands of dollars into it. But Brett, where he's at in his product cycle is he is an Amazon seller that is now creating a proprietary product. So a product that is his own. It's not necessarily a white label product or or a commoditized product like on Amazon. So because he wants to actually build a brand around a product that he owns the IP for, um, his question had that in there. So I was like, that would actually also make a good branch of an episode. So I'm going to read his question in episode two, because the question is heavily related to product validation and being sure that someone wants your product before you actually go and sink money into it. For this episode, though, we are taking a look at the Um, The question really is, do you have a Me Too product or do you have a brand? Because frankly, in my mind, um, I think that you cannot have both at the same time. I think that one should evolve into the other or you make the conscious decision to go with one and grow into it as you go. Let's start by looking at what a Me Too product is. A Me Too product is as it sounds. It's like a knockoff or it is a white label version of something that's already selling. Um... If you are someone that wants a Me Too product, you would generally go to Alibaba, look for the manufacturer of that product, and then slap your brand name on it and then start to sell that product. So with Me Too products, um, typically you'll find them on, in my world, it's Amazon sellers that start off with the Me Too products. And there's nothing wrong with Me Too. I think it's an excellent gateway um, a gateway uh, I plan to learn the ins and outs of manufacturing and bringing a product to market. Um, it does have its downsides, which we'll talk about with the what is a brand in a second, but Me Too products have one thing that I don't like, and it is a race to the bottom. You, in my mind, you sell a product or service based on price or quality. With Amazon with Me Too products, unfortunately, it is just so easy to sell based on price that you, by actually being a bestseller in a product, may have another seller come in and undercut your prices because they've found a way to manufacture and create your product better and faster. And so it's a quick uh, race to the bottom of the price war, which actually is a detrimental long-term strategy because if you have a product that's selling really well and you have healthy margins and everything is great, any day a seller, some other seller can come in and undercut your prices in half. And so suddenly they start to take all the traffic that you got. And 
um, it's dangerous because at that point you're going to be ending up slashing your prices if you are only selling to people that um, value price over value. And it, with that quick race to the bottom, unfortunately, you your prices, you keep slashing them and slashing them and slashing them to a point where you actually barely make any margin or profit off of that product anymore. And suddenly you don't have a sustainable business because you need margin in the product to be able to actually grow um, this company. And so that is, while Me Too products, I think, are a really great gateway to getting into e-commerce, it's dangerous, um, in my opinion, to stake your whole livelihood and, and build a business off of Me Too products because there is the risk of other other people undercutting you on price, which is why I'm in the brand category. Well, a brand in the traditional sense is any product that is manufactured under a specific name. So technically speaking, you could say that Me Too products, if you have a product with your logo on it, that is also a brand. But that's not what I mean when I say that I'm in the brand category. Brand and building a brand is by building a product with an associated name where that name has, uh, has quality and perception of value behind it. So a name brand, for example, can be Bose. A name brand can be Mercedes. A name brand can be McDonald's where those names inspire certain feelings inside of you. They inspire a certain image of quality behind it. Whereas your perception of McDonald's may be crappy food. It could also be great hangover cure. Whereas if you're looking to, if you're someone who values quality and workmanship in a vehicle, you may not buy the Ford um, or, or the Toyota. You may go and buy the BMW, the Mercedes. So there is um, a different element of perception of value when you're actually looking at designing a brand for yourself. And the brand is something where the main objective for the buyer when they buy your product is they are purchasing your product because of the perception of value, which is very different from selling based on price alone, which is when you are focusing on getting into um, certain product niches on Amazon that sell just because they're hot markets right now, um, that's dangerous because you're selling based on price versus a brand. And when you have a brand, I associate with this with having your own website, your own name, your own customer service ethos, and you're really looking to have a premium product where you stand behind the workmanship. That's what I mean by brand. To take this a step further, brands focus on the person they're selling to. So let's look at the difference between that and the product focused. Whereas with Me Too products, if you are looking at white labeling something, typically the reason you're doing that is because you're looking for an opening in the market where there's a healthy amount of people buying but a low amount of competition. So it's a profitable niche for you. And at that point, you're making your decisions on the product purely from a this thing is going to sell standpoint. And that's really where um, a lot of sellers get their start online. And while you may have a successful business off of that, um, if you're looking at building something more fast growth, long-term, sustainable, the way to do that is by selling to the person. So let's look at why that is. When you have, let's uh, use the example of yoga. And if I decide to go into the Me Too product space online and I've identified that uh, 
thin, lightweight yoga mats are hot sellers right now and there aren't, a, there isn't a lot of competition. So I might decide to slap my Lego la label Kirsten's yoga mats um, onto an Amazon product and sell it. However, um, the downside to that is that uh, when I start to become a bestseller in that category, someone else can come in and undercut my prices and sell the same thing for half the price. That is just how it goes. And then I'll be constantly competing on price as opposed to perceived value. So let's say I then, after that failure, I decide to go and launch kirstensyogamats.com. And this time, I choose to not stake my success in one all one product, but I, de I decide to use a like rebrand as a premium yoga mat where um, the, the name Kirsten has this perception of value and I now can sell my product at a premium price. I can have product guarantees um, and then I can now interact with my customers because I decide to do um, cool health tips via email marketing and choose to really build a relationship with people and use kirstensyogamats.com to eventually build out a suite of products. The difference with that versus a Me Too product is the Me Too product really focuses on that one product that can get bombed really quickly on Amazon versus by you looking long-term with your product, by associating it with a brand and a website that you own, you can actually do a lot more for the customer and focus on creating products that serve their needs and also being a resource online for them in that space. So when I say an online brand, that is the root I mean. And again, downsides are um, with the brand is that it takes some time to build up that trust and credibility. However, you are building your house essentially because you're building something that has longevity, something you own, you own your customer list and you are not at risk of say Amazon shutting down your account or getting, um, you know, getting involved in that price war on Amazon. So, um, I wanted to use this episode to really define the difference between me Too white label commoditized products versus a brand because ultimately launch and scale is about how to brandify your your products essentially to give you longevity to create something that you can sell something you own and something that truly serves the person that you are going after so it really takes uh, your product to a different dimension depending on really what you're looking to build with this thing and to see what the right um right method is for you. And hey, if you aren't sure uh, what the right approach for you is, or if you want to uh, talk about brand strategy and go to market, head over to kirsten.com slash schedule, and you can schedule a strategy session with myself or my team. Um, and again, to spell my name, it's k-h-i-e-r-s-t-y-n.com slash schedule. And apart from that, that wraps up this episode. If you like what you hear, please um, like, do subscribe. And email into the show if you have a question that you want covered on a future podcast we do give shout outs as you know and again uh to reach me uh or our team will be support at kirsten.com apart from that that wraps up this launch and scale episode one and we'll see you next time
Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launchpad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like The Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launchpad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launchpad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.